And now, the Awkward High Five Podcast presents Devin's Things I Like. I'm Devin, and this is what I really like. You want to know what I like? Replacing the word you would use in song lyrics. It's something I started doing as a child that I still do in my 30s, because I never matured. Some of my personal favorites include Every Breath Jews Take by The Police, If Jews Don't Know Me By Now by Simply Red, and the Rolling Stones hit Jews Can't Always Get What Jews Want. Now you might be thinking, isn't his borderline anti-Semitic? And I assure you, there's nothing further from the truth, because... And I will always love Jews, and I will always love I'm excited to see Bear Bear Shark. Oh yeah, got the ticks, my friend. You did? Got them. Awesome. Yes. I'm excited to see this song in particular. I hope they play it. Yeah, because Mike gets all Billy Joe on the guitar, and then what, what was the singer? The Andy would like start doing his fucking bows, the big bows, <laughs> the head banging. They're gonna come out and be like. Uh, we heard that there's some uh, some podcasts around here ripping us off, and uh, if anybody knows who they are, find them and, and feather and meet our them. lawyer. <laughs> yeah, it should be a fun show. Um, I got the tickets. Where is it? It's uh, at the Bowery Ballroom. Oh, awesome! And uh, yeah, it was cool. I think they sold out in like thirty seconds. Reunion tours are all the buzz right now. People love getting re- reunited. Hey, that's cool, man. Last time I saw a favorite shark, I got blackout drunk. The two uh, was that when we played with them because that would make sense. No, no, it wasn't. <laughs> I saw them. Uh, it was when they played. Remember they played Club Chrome with Code Seven. Oh, yeah, I right. I think I went a day or two later and saw them at the Continental in the city. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I got fucking annihilated. Welcome to the Awkward Hi-Fi Podcast. My name is Welcome. Devin. I'm Richie. Um, yeah, reunion tours. Uh, all the rage. Two, the two bands that I would have probably never have thought in my life that would get back together got back together this year now. Who's number two? You know who number one is? Oh, it's not Bear Bear Shark. No, 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 no. Oh. No, it's not Bear Bear Shark. I mean, they're just. I, I'm talking about bands that like the people in the band hated each other so much that you and were suing each other. And oh, shit. Guns and Roses. Number one and uh, number two. Just announced yesterday. Uh, oh, Misfits. The Misfits. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jerry Only and Glenn Danzig and getting Glenn. back together. And they should bring fucking Frank from uh, Lodi back. I, I met that guy uh, about a year ago. A buddy of mine was going to. Uh, uh, go. He, he wanted to go buy a secondhand acoustic guitar from some dude up in North Jersey, and he texted me and he was like, "Hey, can you come with me to check out this guitar to see like if everything's okay?" You know, and I was like, "Yeah, fine." So he's, we're driving up there, and he's go, he goes, "Oh, by the way, um, you'd probably be interested in this guy whose house we're going to." And I was like, "Why?" And he was like, "Because apparently he was the guitar player on the first Misfits album." I was like, "Shut the fuck up!" That's awesome. And we, and we, yeah, we went in, and it was—I uh, forget what it is they call him on the Misfits album. It's like Fra- Frank Franco something something, but his name's Frank. He's just a North Jersey dude. He played with the Misfits on Static Age, and then booked, 
And um, but it was cool. I hung out with him. He showed me he still has the fucking Explorer that he played on Static Age. He still has the big muff that he used and shit. He let me play the guitar that he played on Static Age. What it does he like, do now? He's uh, well, he's still re- teacher, right? He still records uh, music and shit. But I think he just works in a cop shop, is what he said. And he was like kind of like a real a, a police station. Yeah, yeah. He he was like uh, I think he's like a desk guy at a police station. Uh, I don't yeah. think he's a cop. Like uh, the fucking the. Radio guy, maybe a dispatcher, yeah, dispatcher maybe yeah. yeah. And he was, you know, he's he was just old and kind of fat and bald and shit. Like you know, if you saw him walking down the street, you would ne- obviously never think he was in the fucking misfits. Mm-hmm. But uh, but he was cool as shit. He sh- he was showing me the fucking <clears throat> the plaques, you know, with the gold records and shit that you know from Static Age, and was like still super proud of it. When I when I like. When I brought it up, like his eyes lit up, like, "Oh yeah, you want to see this? You want to see That's this? Cool. Yeah, it was fucking cool." And then, meanwhile, my friend John, who actually we had on the podcast uh, very, a while ago, way back, but our mus- yeah, our, our musician friend, uh, who had never even heard a Misfits song, he was just sitting there, like, "Okay, you know," and but whatever, it was a cool experience, hanging out in his house, fucking, you know, That's talking cool. to shit. It was cool. You walk in, he's making coffee in a robe and makeup. <laughs> With a fucking devil lock, like yeah. it's still there. Well, he didn't have enough hair to make the devil lock, but uh, it was an interesting experience to out of nowhere just be at the dude's house and play the Misfits guitar. Uh, speaking of bands, let's just do this off the top. Are you ready? All right, because I said we were going to do this last episode and we did not. So, for anybody at home who listens to the show, you probably know, but if you're this is the first episode you're listening to, um, what we're doing right now is we're running a contest to name our new band. Richie's a drummer. I'm a guitar player. We got a bass player. We're starting a new band. Um, and uh, we're running a contest to name it because band names are always stupid. Yeah, so not so important. So what we're doing here is if you if you have a name for our band, just email us, awkwardhighvibepodcast at gmail.com. Stop looking at the list. <laughs> I want to see. Um, Don't skip any. Twitter. No, I got them all. Uh, so on and so forth. Uh, whatever. Just get in touch with us. Give us your name. And, and sooner or later, down the line... We're going to run this out for a while, but sooner or later down the line, uh, we're going to pick a name. And the winner who who picks the name, not only are we going to name the band, you're going to get the Awkward High Five. <laughs> and the all-inclusive package. Prize package, uh, which will be a lot, of, a lot of good things in there by that time, hopefully. And uh, maybe we'll bring you on the show. <laughs> you could fucking play in the band. You do whatever you want. Um. So we've gotten a lot, and this is the re- we weren't going to read them until the until we were actually going to pick one, but we've gotten a lot in. So I figured let's just go through some of them right now. Yeah, narrow it down, a narrow little. it down a little bit, yeah, and then yeah. as they keep coming in, we'll have more later. So you yeah, ready? Like tournament, we'll do it like tournament style. Uh, yes, like a bracket, if yeah. you will. All right. Okay. Um, so you're going to have to give me the yay or nay, and All then we'll right. have but to. Don't agree. tell me who who brought it in. Uh, I don't. I didn't write any down okay, anybody's okay, name. Okay, so, okay. so anybody who's I'm sent, like really fucking excited right okay. now. Um, to anyone who sent these in, don't be offended that uh, that a uh, fucking ah shit. Sorry, this froze. If we X out, uh, the the program just froze. No, I think we're good now. Okay, hopefully that didn't cut out. Anyway, yeah. If and don't be offended, I'm not saying your name because there were so many that came in. I kind of just wrote them all down. And uh, but thank you for sending in your submissions. Here we go. Are you ready, Richard? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Number one, ho-robe. <laughs> oh, shit. You know, I love it. You like that? Ho-robe? I mean, I don't know about the name of a band, but fuck, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to X out ho-robe. Yeah, X that out. Now, be prepared. You know I love it. I got nothing bad to say about ho-robe. Be, be prepared that uh, a lot of these are just references to the show, obviously. I'm sure, yeah. Okay. All right. Number two, Flatron. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Still think it's flat on. 
Wait, what is it? Oh my god! It is Flatiron. Yes, right? it's Flatiron. So gay. Yeah. Patreon is such well, more of a building name. Take it up with this, the district of uh, <laughs> yeah, New York the City. The Comptroller. Um, you know what? I'm going to give Flatron a pass. Really? I don't believe that that will be the name of the band, but I, I think it's a good enough band name that it should stay in there. So I'm going to give that a check mark. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, this one uh, it sounds like a ska band, and we're obviously not going to use it, but Kamikaze Squirrels, somebody said. Yeah, don't like it. Yeah, okay. Out. Uh, Drunken Trees. Drunken Trees. It's a little too close to Screaming Trees. Yeah, no thanks. All yeah, right. Um, nearly had that there. <laughs> nearly <laughs> lost that there. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, never fake the funk, <laughs> which is funny as shit because it's my favorite story of all time. But we're not we're not going to uh, be a funk band, so right, I don't want to no. I don't want to mislead any of the listeners. Yeah, sorry. Uh, this one um, has nothing to do with the show, but it but buffering killed the boner. I guess that's a porn reference. Buffering killed the boner. Mm-hmm. Nah, yeah, it's too long. Yeah. Now this one I really like, uh, and I and I and I beg you to consider. Let's see. Tow truck, t- <laughs> what? Sorry, tow truck towing a tow truck. <laughs> no, why? It's cool. I-, I love the joke. I love it. It sounds like a hipster band. Like we could be in Brooklyn playing in a fucking in a bar someplace. Tow truck towing a tow truck. <laughs> it's an abstract art name. I'm gonna put a check next. No, to it. I'm no. gonna put a check next to it. I quit. You know, there's three people in this band. So <laughs> yeah. So so the checks. We'll just the checks. You know, he can be the decider. All right. Okay. Next one. Plastic hammers. Mm. I like more of a, an electric hammer. Well, the next one after that was electric hammer. <laughs> yeah, so keep electric hammer out with the plastic hammer. With the, I don't remember what electric hammer was. When you have a hard on and you like rub it up against. The oh, girl. that was from that show when you were trying to teach me new slang. Yeah, words. yeah. So when you're just sitting around kicking dicks, you decide, you know, I'm going to go give a hoe an electric hammer. <laughs> um. Uh, okay, sorry. Uh, okay. Robot Reflection. Oh, that one came from a uh, a very young child. <laughs> so, really? Yeah. Sorry, buddy. Robot. Oh, you're dissing the fucking, you're dissing out on the kid? Yeah. Okay. Age, I don't discriminate. Okay. Robot Reflection's out. Um, fuck the kids. Now, this one I loved, and I almost shut the fucking contest down <laughs> and just named our band that, but unfortunately, and I have a feeling that any good name, you're going to run into this problem nowadays. I Googled it, and there's already like three fucking bands out oh, there named it. What is it? Dirt Merchant. Oh, that's awesome. How great of a fucking name are I love that. that. I love it. So, fuck. whatever motherfuckers out there in like fucking Topeka, Kansas that has Dirt Merchants <laughs> and I really your are band, Dirt Merchants. You fucking, you deserve, enjoy that name. You deserve it. Fuckers. I like it. Shit. Okay. Now, this next one. Um, so, what? We just can't use it. Well, I mean, there's already established. I mean, not, it doesn't matter. If they're in fucking, like you said, Topeka, Kansas, and they're not. But they already it. have a fucking like website a, with, yeah, you know, a, right. a YouTube channel. Like, all the fucking okay. shit that you need yeah. nowadays, it's yeah, already right. taken. I think there was one. I think there was one called Dirt Merchant, um, and then another one called The Dirt Merchants. <laughs> <laughs> but Dirt Merchant is a fucking amazing. Uh, so... So ho- so hopefully, like uh, they break up. Dirt merchants fucking tour bus flies off a cliff, and then we <laughs> yeah. can scoop that on up. <laughs> Except you always have, you know, remember that fucking shit back in the day. The bands always had to do was like, uh, like there would be different uh, bands with the same names, but it was like pre-internet, you know, when we first started playing on the band. So you wouldn't know 
if there was a local band again in fucking Chicago someplace, you know, and we're in New Jersey or New York or whatever, you wouldn't necessarily know that there was another band under yeah. that name. So bands, I know what you're going to say. So bands would name themselves and then start having a following. So they wouldn't want to change their name. So then they would just put like, like, uh, whatever a period or, or like NJ after their name, you know oh, what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Like where they're from and shit. I thought you were going to say when, um, when we would want to copyright our name or our record or some shit, we used to do this shit where we would take our demo, put it in a sealed package, and like mail it to ourselves. Oh yeah, well that's the poor man's copyright. Oh, yeah. that's really legit. Uh, well, I thought that was just something to ease our minds. Well, from I think I remember I had this knowledge at one point in my life, but I fucking like everything else drank it away. Oh, if I could recall correctly, I believe what it was is at some point that was legally binding. Yeah, but it became. It's still it's still smart to do, I think. As like a backup. Uh, to to kinda yeah, to kind of prove your point. But I think if they were if you were really going to take something to court, that's not an official copyright yeah. that would be legally binding. Yeah. I remember with the grillers when we we had to start going to get things notarized and shit. Yeah, because well, we were an LLC. We um, had to do all yeah, that shit. Yeah. yeah, that was freaky. I don't like that shit. Um but yeah, I, I think, you know, it's still a kind of a smart thing to do because you could be like Someone would be like, I had that name first. And then, see the package. And you could be like, oh, yeah, right. And you could be like, oh, yeah, well, this, you know, this is the date. And then they might be like, oh, okay, I'm not going to fuck with that. You yeah. Know, like that kind of thing. But how would you know? Like, what if you, you can't open it? You know, where you take it into court and be like, this is the first time this is being opened, you know? Yeah, well, that's what it is. Yeah, that's oh, what it like is. Oh, it's like stamped in, in the post office right, or something. Yeah. It, oh, it, okay. it, proves, it proves that you had established that name at, on that date. I got you. See you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. if you did need to bring it to court, yes, yeah, so you would rip open the package and be like, ta-da, exhibit A. So when we were like 15 years old, when Tim Armstrong took us to court, we could have been like, <laughs> check our package with our fucking transgender fucking queen on the cover. And, and you'd you be would like, have been like, I win, you lose. Okay, boys. <laughs> you can take it. <laughs> He's not fucking using it. He should have just gave it to us. I know. That son of a bitch. Uh, okay. Back to the names. Um. This next one, I don't know what I don't know what it means. I, I don't I don't I don't know. So I'm just gonna brush right past it. But that's Carla's mushrooms. I don't. I have no idea who Carla is. I don't like know. Cheers. I don't know. Yeah, maybe yeah. Cheers. I don't, I don't know. Maybe there's some girl out there, Carla, that made like shitty mushrooms. I don't. I I personally have no idea. Never heard of it. Yeah, we're just gonna pass right through that. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> I guess this is a slam on me, which you know this is what I get. <laughs> but. Uh, diarrhea at your doorstep <laughs> why that slam on you because i told that story about how i got all the way home and then shit my pants <laughs> oh, when yeah. i put the key into the door all right that's a keeper that's a keeper that's a keeper no. diarrhea on your doorstep that's not that bad that might be a song name you all know right. what i'm gonna put an s next to this for, for, song for a good yeah, song yeah that is name. a good song name okay if we're gonna be one of those silly silly bands i got you uh, surviving Hazlitt. I don't get mm-hmm. that. We're not going to be naming ourselves that. It's not that bad. Oh, come on. That's I like, mean, it, I wouldn't name the band that, but it's fucking funny. Surviving Hazlitt. That's like Phoenix TX. And also, the jury's out on that. It, we can't. We can't proclaim that we've survived Hazlitt. Yeah, because true. you know you're. I'm still trying to you're, survive Hazlitt. You're on drug. You're on a, a, a volatile drug. And there might be any second where I just blow my brains out. So we'll true. see. We'll see what happens. Um, surviving Hazlitt dot 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 like <laughs> semicolon. <laughs> uh, um, things to do with a com degree. That wait, that's one of the things. Th- that was a name. I think that uh, this that was from somebody that we went to college with. Okay, who I think is making fun of us. So I'm gonna put a big fat X next to that. <laughs> 
Oh, it definitely is because the next two um, uh, kind of prove that point. Farina's sundress. <laughs> Wait, what? Farina's sundress. Oh, oh, as in Farina? <laughs> That's a joke that me, you, and the person who wrote this. Yeah, about. I get it. I get it. Like, I was thinking, I was like, Farina, I was like, what's that, cat food? I know what you're talking about. Who, by the way, oh, fuck, see, what is going on? Is this recording? Um, God damn it. Uh, Hang on for one sec. Be right back. Okay, we're back. Sorry about that. I had to, uh, this program... It wasn't uh, recording. It didn't seem like it was recording correctly, but it was. Sorry. Anyway, the story I was about to tell, who, by the way, was, uh, do you remember the night that she tried to seduce both of us? Oh, <laughs> I mean, you said that. I didn't sense it. Oh, it was. But, I mean, I, okay. my radar is fucking on blank. So I believe you. Yeah. I, your radar is on blank. I am the worst human being in no, the my, world. My radar is blank. No, 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 no. No, you need to literally walk over a t-shirt that says, I want to fuck you on it. That's with, how it is with I'm, me. I'm the same way. I can't. There has been so many fucking. Well, I shouldn't say so many. Like I'm fucking like this. <laughs> I Don, was swatting pussy Don away. Don and shit. But there has been a few choice women in my life. That I that I wanted to bed, <laughs> that uh, that I never got a chance to, and then years later they were like, "Yeah, I fucking like, hate that." Like I wanted to hook That's up like with a that nightmare. I wanted to hook up with you that whole time. I'm like, "Well, why didn't we?" And, she, and they'd be like, "Well, I was throwing you signals, but it seemed like you weren't interested." That's what happened with the decoy. Let it with the re- not the decoy, the real one. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't gonna kill myself. Let it be known to all the women out there that uh, that there's no need to throw signals and then think that somebody's not interested. Yeah, we're always interested. Yeah, wear the t-shirt. Just know that that person, that the guy, is interested, and then just walk up to them with confidence and say, "You're a retard with a <laughs> with a with a small brain. I want to have a night with you, so I'm telling you straight away, this is what I want to do. And then and then there won't be any regrets. Down Those the line, girls, except are the girl, the best. Oh, I know, I know. Like, well, the only thing is they I, might be a little stanky, <laughs> but the only there's thing, always room for skank. The only thing is sometimes you might not want to get into like a long term relationship with somebody that's yeah, that but, open. But if someone is that open, they don't want the long term relationship. It's true. Most of the time, they do yeah. not. You're, yeah, no, you're totally They're down right. for the same. You're totally right. Thing. No, look. But anyway, going back to what I was saying. So, so it was a a teacher at our at our old college. That everybody like wanted to fuck for some reason, but she was like a muppet. Well, here, here, here's what it is. She was the she was the hot fucking uh, um, what are they called in jail? What are the guard? What are they called? Security guards? What are they called? In correction jail? officer? Yeah, she was the hot corrections officer. Like, there's there's a phenomenon that goes on where uh, like, like Stockholm syndrome? <laughs> no, not like Stockholm syndrome, which is where you fall in love with your captor. No, but like uh, it, you know what? This used to happen at my old job. So. Uh, like my old job was very male oriented just because of the nature of the job it was about guitars and being around musical instruments and not that their women don't because they do and and it was always great when when girls were there i normally got along better with them than than the dudes but for one reason or another i'd say about 85 to 90 percent of that job was male employees so what would happen was you'd have 25 dudes and maybe two or three girls and three and those three girls might not be a girl that you would ever be attracted to if you're out at a bar 
or or you know or in a in a friendship kind of situation or anything like that but because you were in this this situation day in and day out with all these people and most of them were dudes you automatically always kind of got attracted to one of them wait okay i'm not following only because what's the male dominated thing here teaching no 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 what are you talking about how she's how this uh, yeah how this relates to 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 the teacher yeah, yeah. that's what i'm getting at Be- because there wasn't many female teachers there there wasn't no and and i it, had a lot of female teachers and if there, they were but they were old ladies right and, shit. and yeah. most of them were older and everything so she was a younger she was probably younger than we are now and she and she yeah, was yeah she was about this age yeah she, about 33 34 yeah, yeah and she and she was which would make her younger than we are yeah. now stop lying to yourself <laughs> um and so Al, so she was the young, hot, and I'm throwing up air shrimps here, teacher out of the whole faculty, even though in real life, she probably wasn't that attractive. She yeah. just she was just skinny and, and, and nice. Yeah. You know what I mean? And she was like super flirtatious. She would like innuendo city. Yeah. So so do you remember? So me and you were in, um, you know, we were communication uh, majors. Mm-hmm. That's why our lives suck right now. Yep. And um and we we had to cut a video, and we were we were working late. We were burning that midnight yeah. oil in the video lab, in the analog lab. And the, yeah, this is this is old <laughs> enough, and our school was poor enough that this nothing was digital about this. We were literally cutting tape. We had to like Fonzie the screen for it to work and shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so we we're sitting there putting our video together, and it was late night in the lab, and in comes our comm teacher. Um, yeah, it was like ten, eleven o'clock at night. Yeah, was, yeah, kind of weird. And she came strolling in, and she was like. And she was like, "Hey, uh, you know, how you guys doing?" And it, it, even the even the the whole demeanor was like she like came real close, leaned over, put her, you know, and uh, she was like, "What are you guys doing?" And um, and we were like, "Oh, we're just finishing up on a thing." And she was like, "Oh, it's great. It looks great. You know, you guys are always." Like I'm so glad you guys are in my class because you two together like make the class so fun. You're always joking around and stuff, you know. I do not remember this at here's, all. Here's here's the thing. I can understand why uh why you wouldn't up to this point you wouldn't understand that because I went back and thought about it later because of what she said next. If she they would have cut off right there if maybe she was just showing a little cleavage and telling us how funny we were. Maybe smarter, more intuitive dudes mm. would have figured that out and made something happen. Cuz I feel like she was always like that. Like she called me sexy pants in front of the whole class every day. Yeah, you know? right, right, right. No, I get it. And I'm not saying that this was exclusive. She might have done this to everybody. <laughs> I'm sure she did. However, the fact remains that after she said that, what she said was, so you guys got girlfriends? And we were both like, uh, yeah, kind of. You know, like we have, you know, girls that we're seeing. And then she said... Uh, so you guys are best friends, right? And we're like, yeah, we've been best friends. Oh, I know what she said. She, she, I was, we were like, we've been best friends since kindergarten. And she goes, oh, so um, have you guys ever shared a girl before? Did she say it straight up <laughs> yes. like that? I thought this is what I remember her saying. I thought she was like, what do you guys like do everything together? Oh, that's right. She did say, what did you guys do everything together? And yeah. then she said, like, girls. That's what it was. Yeah. So it wasn't a straight yeah. out. Have you ever shared a girl before? But she was like. Do you guys yeah. do, like do everything together? And we're like, yeah, right, pretty much. I remember that. And then she was like, like girls. Yeah, I thought she was fucking around. And then like we joking. were, and then for some reason, instead of double teaming her, we were like, <laughs> okay, yeah, back good, to the video. Good <laughs> And who cares what she looks like? That would have been a fucking story. Oh, that would have been awesome. Yeah, midnight at the fucking media lab. <laughs> Ooh, midnight at the media lab. I'm going to put that on <laughs> the it, list for band names. Write it down. Um, fucking around the analog table. You hear it's like, <laughs> things rewinding and shit. 
Um, excuse me, teacher, who wants to uh, have sex with us right here in the lab. We need to add baby elephant walk to the end of our <laughs> to the end of our video before it's complete. And we do not have time for this story that'll be awesome. Fucking fifteen years later on a podcast. Fuck. You see, that's how fucking stupid we are. I know. Get the t-shirt, girls. Get the t-shirt. <laughs> Seriously, it's a necessity, especially now at this point <laughs> in my the life. T-shirt. No, yeah, like like girls. Like sometimes I'll be talking to a girl, and 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 I'll I'll think that there might be a fucking like thing there, but I'm just like too lazy to really like make an effort. So in my head, while I'm talking to her, I'm thinking like, just say it. Just say that, that, like, this is what I think's going on. Please just say it, like, you know, so we could just cut out the bullshit. I know, but what that is pretty much is you just got to fear the, con- you just got to not fear the consequences. Cause I mean, I, I was like that my whole life. And I don't know at what point where something like I, I, a fuse blew in my brain or whatever and I stopped giving a shit about everything. But then, you know, once you stop caring, you know, as long as there's no like, existing relationship there and it's someone you kind of just met or some or yeah 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 where if you did try something it wouldn't be awkward forever you know right just go for broke who gives a shit you know you know i'll tell you what though i did that uh like a fucking in a <laughs> this is gonna sound fucking retarded but like as soon like uh as soon as i got out of my last relationship um I, you know, and I was in like a very fucking weird place. Everything was, you know, we've gone through this a million times. So I don't mm-hmm. have to rehash it. But, but, uh, and it wasn't just I got out of a long term relationship. I also fucking lost my job. I also didn't know where I was going to live. There was, you the know, mushrooms have gone bad. I was in a fucking, I was in a whole fucking tailspin. And there was a girl who, who fucking, now look, I might not, I might not like realize every fucking signal, but I've been around enough to to know like when there's like hardcore flirting going on. Yeah, well, that's when it's easier to know. Well, here's the thing: there was a fucking chick that uh, that I have known, I did know for a while. Um, but she was like giving me like I, I maybe I read it because I was just in that kind of rebound mode where I'm just like the next thing that comes along, I'm jumping yeah, on you because smelled it, yeah, yeah. right or whatever. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I hung out with her like on a couple of occasions, and every occasion she was always right next to me. She was always like doing the fucking laughing at everything I say and twirling the hair yeah, yeah, and yeah. doing all that fucking shit, which is just like check 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 check. <laughs> fucking um, hung out one night with her at a party. And, and, uh, and like everywhere I went, she like came up next to me and like, blah, blah, and it just felt like the whole fucking thing. So, uh, so I mean, I ended up again, this is another fucking thread through my whole goddamn life is I ended up getting too fucked up, which is something <laughs> that I'm not doing anymore, but that we talked about that last episode. I wasn't blackout drunk, but I got, you know, too drunk, a little too, I was hitting fucking multiple, uh, marijuana cigarettes. <laughs> and, uh, but at the end of the night, even at the end of the night when I was walking out, she was like walking out next to me. So I was just like, all right, fuck it. Like the proof is here or whatever. I didn't even, I don't, I don't remember correctly, but I didn't even go. I don't think I even went in for like a kiss. I think I kind of just went in for kind of like a, like, an embrace. Like, like, like there was the end of the night. So it was like a goodbye. But I think I went into for more than like a friendly goodbye, like kind of like a, hey, like I recognize what's been going on all night. Like let's continue this next time. And when I went to go in, she was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. And oh, I, my God. That'll fuck with your head so bad. And I was like, and and I and I remember being like, okay. And I was like, see you later. And I, I don't like that. And I just fucked. She deserves a good smack in the neck. No, 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 no. She's cool. And we actually we actually, <laughs> we actually talked about it later on. I saw her a couple weeks later, and we talked about it, and we laughed about it or whatever. But but but, it, but you mentioned the signals and the cock teasing. And that was just like, no, you read it wrong. You know, I, I don't... I, I, 
I don't have that information. And she's such a nice girl. I don't want to like make it seem like anything was her fault. It was all my fault. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying anything's her fault. I'm just saying, like, you know, if what the things you were reading, if you were reading them correctly and not just you know souped up and like you know seeing things that didn't exist, then that's not fair. Well, whatever, fair or not, it just it, it was it was a situation that in my fragile state at that time. And now we're talking about like like I like maybe fucking a week after I moved out of my apartment. This isn't this is one in a few months. Yeah, this was like pretty fragile. This was this was you know like fucking within weeks of everything changing. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and and that experience for some reason I still you ever do, you ever do something so embarrassing that that uh, that you sometimes it just shoots into you and you just get like a. Like kind of feeling. Does that ever happen to like you? Your stomach hurts. Well, it, but for some reason, there might not even be a trigger. But so, there's a, been a few points in my life where I've done something that I perceived as so embarrassing that sometimes they'll just shoot back to me, even if there isn't something that reminds me about it. Oh, like later on. Later on in life. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like a year or two later, you'll like you'll just be sitting there, and then out of the blue, you'll relive that, and then you'll get that like kind of like. Oh, like that douche, douche chill. Like you'll sometimes I'll physically like cramp up and be really? like, oh, "Why I'm did sure. you do that? Why did you do that?" And that's and now that's one of those moments. Really, and and there's no reason to be embarrassed about it. The signals were all there. It, it was it was my fault, you know. And and like I said, we talked about it and we were cool about it. Yeah, but so I, then you have no reason. I know, but sometimes I'll still sit there and I'll be like, "Oh, yeah." <laughs> so anyway. That's the the point of telling that story was now I really don't understand because yeah, that's the, the, confusing the, the tiny signals that I thought that I got you know um you know weren't there yeah and, and then or they were but whatever the situation might be and then every girl I've been with since then has been the type to be like. I want to fuck you. <laughs> and that's awesome. I, that's awesome, but it's not. I'm also not fucking developing any fruitful relationships. If I you hear you. <laughs> and also, it it does take a lot of fun out of the the whole hunt. You know, right? Exactly. But but fun. but here's here's the thing. Do you like? I I was wondering about this recently too. You know, now I'm 36 years old. Is there that chase still? Not really, no. Yeah, because no. the last time I was on a chase for a girl, I was like probably in my mid twenties, you know, or something like that. Like, like I haven't actually like got into that game of like chase. And could this happen? And does she like me too? And then you know, like that bullshit. Yeah. Nah, I can't even remember. Yeah, I think things are just cut and dry now. You know, it's just yeah. like yeah, I think that's like an early twenties, late teens thing. You know, that's like that's a high school thing and maybe a little spills over into college a little, but then that's gone. Then it's pretty much wearing the T-shirt. That's why everybody just relents and does this fucking online dating, I guess. I I, guess. I, the last cut out the middleman. The last uh, I like the middleman. I like the middleman, too. Yeah. You know, I would never I, would, I like meeting somebody at a party and then fucking just and they're not even being any intent at all, but just like making them laugh a little bit. And then they might know one of your friends, girlfriends or wives or something like that. And then they mention something to them. Like, right. And then it gets you, back like, to and you. You've been thinking about. Them yeah. Right. Like, Whoa. There yeah. It right. Is. And yeah, it gets like, back to you. And then maybe you wait to the next party and there's a little bit more of a connection. Like, I like that. fucking yeah. shit. Well, those days are gone, my friend. I know. Yeah. The last like three people that have that have been like in a new relationship that i know like friends of mine uh, that i've asked where they met they've all said online every yeah, single one of them. I, can, I don't think i could ever bring myself to do that mm. even you know what i mean because like i'm it, even though like i'm getting older i'm still the type to like want to go meet somebody and have an experience and to me that's not an experience that's just weird yeah i don't know you know i don't i, I I've, I've been debating it you know um 
once I'm once I'm like in the mode to like actually want to start dating again, you know, which I'm not right now. I'm I'm I've got so much fucking shit going on that it's the, the like actual. If I was to bring a girl and full time girl into my life, that would just want to be clog shit up. Yeah, it would clog shit up yeah. right now. But once I'm in the spot where I'm, then I'm like, okay, everything's fucking free and clear. Now I want to have a steady chick with me. I, you know, I don't, I don't know because, and and also because of age, it's like, do I have fucking like? Let's say I want to have a kid. I don't know that I do, but let's just say that I do, right? Um. I don't know that I have all the time in the world to be floating around for a few years and just dating, you know, and shit like that. And and then, well, for us, it doesn't matter. We could have kids when we're fifty, right? I get it, but you know, but uh, right, but also, it, I don't don't want to fucking date a twenty year old. Why? <laughs> shit is the shit. I don't know. The only thing we have in common is our intense love for Miley Cyrus, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, but you don't. It's not about the things you love together. It's about the things you hate together. <laughs> See, that's not my life anymore. Hate can move mountains. I know it can, but it's not it's not my life anymore. I'm a positive dude. I'm I fucking know, positive know, K over here. What's your man got to do with it? <laughs> mutual hate is so much more bonding than mutual love. Mm, I don't know. I don't want to be in one of those fucking gossipy fucking relationships. Gossipy. Yeah, like the fucking the, the you know, you hang out with you hang out with one couple and then they make fun of another couple and then you hang out with a couple that was made fun of and they make fun of that couple. Oh yeah. And then when you're with your girlfriend, well, you're making fun of that couple and then fucking and then you just know that when all the other couples are together, they're making fun of fucking you and shit. See that's I'm what done I, with that. I learned at an early age, I just don't combine worlds. I just I don't. Know. I know you're good at that. Yeah, I'm really good at that. I try. I've been doing that since day two. I try. Day one, not so much. Day two. <laughs> <laughs> I learned early. <laughs> You're good at that. Anyway, I don't know how this fucking turned into the another girl combo, Doctor Phil show. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I don't know I, I, what I, I guess. What I'm saying is that wear the t-shirt. <laughs> well, definitely wear the t-shirt. <laughs> wear the whole robe. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I need a big, furly, fluffy fucking whole robe, <laughs> like a big, sparkly Ric Flair robe, where the fucking the robe belt is like kind of tied, but could be easily fucking <laughs> yes. pulled open with just a tug. Yeah, like the intent is there. Mm-hmm. I need that whole robe. So if there's any women out there listening that do have the intent, put on the whole robe. <laughs> And let me know, because I'm an idiot who does not know how to pursue things. Um, <laughs> fucking Horo, man. You know what? Bring Horo back. All right, fine. I'm checking Horo. I'm checking Horo. Well, yeah. you know what? I'm going to put an S next to it, because that that could at least be a song. Yeah, yeah. Horo's in there somewhere. Let the hoes robe. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> I love it. Um, okay. What was I going to say? Anyway, to wrap that up, that little detour that we took. Yeah, our teacher wanted to have a fucking threesome. Right. And yeah. we were stupid enough not to do it. Yeah, and then, and uh, she wore the fucking robe. I know. Uh, it was about as straightforward as it could possibly be. Yeah. I was too busy learning technology, dead technology, <laughs> trying so hard. Yeah, like that was ever going to help us I actually know. fucking editing on video, on VHS tape. Zero. Um, thanks a lot, Stockton U. <laughs> uh, anyway, oh God, I'm keep trying to wrap this up. Anyway, what I'm saying is sooner or later down the line, uh, Hopefully, in a, in, in a very short amount of time from now, I might actually get into the world of online dating. Oh, yeah? I might. Well, let me know how it goes. Well, I'm not only will I let you know how it goes, I'll let the listeners <laughs> yeah. of this podcast know how it goes. Because that would honestly be one of the only reasons that I did it is at least hopefully there was some really like horrible fucking embarrassing situations that happened that I could come here <laughs> Good and, story yeah, for the and podcast. talk about. Right, exactly. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to get into some hijinks. That's <laughs> shit to talk about. 
<laughs> pretty much told all my other hijinks. Yeah, but your hijinks, you end up either fucking almost dead or in jail <laughs> or crazy in debt or fucking all that shit. I don't yeah. know if I need those hijinks right now. Yeah, those are pretty big shenanigans. Just like I can't worry about a full-time woman, I can't be sitting here worrying that my fucking podcast partner's out there <laughs> fucking getting locked up. No, nah, I'm good. Okay, moving on in band names. We got a few more left. So as of right now, the only ones that we okayed were Ho-Robe, Flaytron, Electric Hammer. Mm-hmm. Um, Pretty which, much all references to the podcast. Tow Truck Towing a Tow Truck. Yeah, I'll give you that one. <laughs> yes. Well, i give you a Ho-Robe. <laughs> I know. Okay. So, oh, this one follows in the same thing, and I know we're going to say no to it, but that would be Lake Fred. <laughs> yeah, gone. Which, ironically enough, was the name of the radio station where me and you first did a, a radio show That's together. That's right, Lake Fred Radio. That's kind of where this thing bloomed from. At a certain point in time, me and you were radio hosts together. Yeah. We just played music that we liked. But, we bullshitted uh, a little bit, no? Or no? Just kinda. like a teeny bit. I remember. <laughs> remember the first day? uh no well kind of we sh- we showed up to do our show and like these two like hippie nerds showed up and they're like this is our time slot i was like hell no this is our time <laughs> slot and they're like well, we're going on i was like dev we're going in we go in and i shut the door and i locked the door and i hit the play button i was like welcome to the dev Richie show like, <laughs> and they're just standing outside kicking rocks and you're looking at me like what the fuck did you just do i remember uh two things from that show i remember that um god it's doing this again I remember fucking that... Uh, cursing all the time. Well, I remember trying it's so hard not to curse that I almost said the N-word at one point. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God. And fucking... Um, and then I also remember there being a Guided by Voices fucking uh, CD that I wanted so bad. So like on our last show, I was just like, fuck it. And I just took it. <laughs> oh, I used the gangsta. Even if I didn't like the band, I was like, I just want to build my collection. <laughs> what was the name of the fucking CD we used to play all the time? It was like a, it, it was like supposed to be a serious CD, but it was just so bad and it was such a joke. And it had like a... The ho- Fags? That British band? The Fags? Oh, that's what it was. <laughs> yeah. Because we thought we were edgy by playing that band. <laughs> yeah. It's just we could say the name a bunch. So yeah. The Fags... <laughs> Wow, that college radio humor. We yeah. really had it going. Okay. Next one. Richie against the machine. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> what? I don't even get it. I don't know. I guess it's an anti-technology thing. I don't know. Yeah, I guess that's what it is. Because you, you're that Luddite. Yeah. Because I really don't fight the system. I just ignore the system. Oh, what about Luddite as the name of a band? Okay. No. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. Because I am one. <laughs> Science Oven. No. You don't like anything doing with robots or science? No, no technology. Okay. A-Court. I guess this is all coming from the same guy. <laughs> A-Court. A-Court isn't a bad band name, but I would just be afraid that everyone would think it was a court. Oh, yeah, or Acorn. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're coming to the end here. Uh, 311 Fan Club. That's fucking... Fuck yeah, you. Man. Plus, that show Animals stole our bit anyway. I know. So, uh... Unsolved Mysteries. Isn't that a television show? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. I guess we talked about that uh, television show. Yeah, I probably did. Yeah, remember with the horse collar chick? I think about that every day. Yeah. <laughs> like, why would you need that horse thing? There's plenty of ball gags and handkerchiefs in this world where you don't have to go online and buy a fucking horse collar. Yeah, but that dude really wanted to torture some fucking... He really wanted to horse gag some shit. Like, that image haunts my fucking mind. Why did you have to just bring that up? 
I'm fucking in shambles now. How about horse gag is the name of a band? <laughs> horse gag. <con>, horse gag. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hope this is fucking You'll recording. You'll see me in the back playing, and I'll just be like fucking crying, looking at the wall. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, the 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 get gag would be that no pun intended. We we all, we all have to wear horse gags, <laughs> and know. then and then I'll come up there to sing and just be like, <laughs> and then some creepy old guy comes and starts putting hooks in our skin. <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah, we're hooks. horse gagged, and then we have the hooks in our back, and we play from the ceiling. <laughs> oh my god! You think that's gimmicky enough? I'm, I'm a little squirmish. You know what's weird? I've become squirmish, like. Things that never bothered me before in my older age, like I'll get like, uh, you know, certain sounds like Crystal fucking she'll try and cut the dish in half, you know, and like knife on the dish has always been bothered me. But like now I'm like super sensitive to it. And like, you know, in a movie, if someone gets like their finger cut off or like their fingernail ripped back or oh, that's something like, like, a, like a that. Stir Echoes. Yeah. That scene in Stir oh, Echoes. Uh, Fuck uh, that. Yeah. But like I'm like more sensitive than i ever was now and it's like really like super sensitive you yeah. know like little shit like i'm never skirmish with blood you know what i mean or cuts but like sounds it's really sounds sounds that never bothered me before like styrofoam on styrofoam bothers the fuck out of me oh, that's an, like I, if yeah, you're taking something like say like something stuck in the box and you're pulling the styrofoam uh, i out. can't do that really that one. bothers yeah, you it's the worst that's the worst one I, really nails on a chalkboard uh, i that's a- <laughs> <laughs> fuck that's why we should get video cameras in here because your reaction to that was ridiculous <laughs> so you i'm guessing nails on a chalkboard is your least favorite because like me it. just saying nails on a chalkboard fucking threw you like you, i've never seen you that scary in your life yeah i've become so sensitive to shit the nails on a chalkboard thing even though you don't run into that a lot in life but that that never bothered me i could handle that but just that slight little that the fucking uh styrofoam does when you yeah. take it out of a box no. yeah that sends shivers yeah. up my fucking spine yeah well nails on a chalkboard that's bad and then the other day I, for the first time i saw the exorcism of emily rose and she was going buck and just scratching the shit out of her wall in her room not a chalkboard just like peeling the paint off the wall and the whole time i was like <laughs> ah! <laughs> i couldn't fucking take it i had to close my eyes yeah, I guess. Well, you know, you know what that is. Uh, it, it, it it's a it's a lower level version of why at thirty five, thirty six years old, we can't watch Faces of Death anymore. Is because every cell in our body is just finally realizing that we're dying. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> and that, no, it really is. That's what it is. It's fucking like. <laughs> It's just, like when you're a kid and you like would watch gruesome shit or or like see somebody struggle or something like that. You'd be like, ha ha, this yeah. is awesome. And like now, I got so much time to live. And now you watch it and you're just like, you know, people really die every day. <laughs> <laughs> like this isn't funny because like people really do suffer in this world. And I can't, you know, like that's the way I, I fucking am. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, my whole life, I, I totally had the invincible like concept. Did you like? I thought I was going to, like, live forever. Like, I'm untouchable. Like, Yeah, of course. Yeah. And now I just know I'm a dead man. <laughs> it's inevitable. I look, back at, I look back at some of the things that I used to do to my body that, that, uh, that I, I would like to look back at it and think that I knew at the time that it was bad. But I don't think that I did. Like, I would, I would take... Because you're so young. You're like, I would take more solace in the fact that at that time, I knew what I was doing was bad, but still decided to do it. 
but I don't think that's the case. I think the case is that I just did not know. Like, I did not know that ingesting a certain amount of narcotics could actually kill me. I didn't think that that was possible. You had to have known that. Like, even though we did push the boundaries, but what it was was, you know, you, we realized how fucked up we were at a certain point and knew there was a buffer. <laughs> you know, like, we can get more fucked up. Like, people die from that shit, but it's always because, you know, it's like one out of a million because they had a weird chemical fucking imbalance or some shit. But, like, we were good. Well, I like, I knew, I knew as a kid that you could overdose from coke or you could overdose from heroin. You can overdose from coke? Yeah, people's heart explodes all the time. Yeah, well, I feel like that's like a sensitivity thing. You know? Well, it's still the coke is the trigger, though. Right, they wouldn't right, have right. died without the coke. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You know, like I would, I would, I would bet. Well, I don't know. Meth is up there, but you know, yeah, the, the hard drugs yeah. are the ones that people actually die from. Yeah, but I have an amazing tolerance. Like no shit. I, <laughs> You've been I working like on it for twenty five years. <laughs> And now, don't fucking say that. We were talking about the show, you being a jinx no, before the no, show. Well, no, it doesn't mean I'm going to go out and fucking test it. I just mean from past experience. You know what I mean? Like, I should fucking be dead ten times. Like, no doubt about it. No doubt. I should not be alive. Well, but that's the thing, man. It's like like everybody thinks they have an amazing tolerance until they fucking don't. Yeah. Well, that is the thing because, the like, I would say the biggest percentage of overdoses to heroin are people that try and get clean and go to rehab and get clean. Their tolerance goes down and then you party like you used to. You know what I mean? And, you you know, instead of... You, well, right. You try to take the same amount that, that you, you used did to before yeah. your tolerance was yeah, gone. Yeah, because you're sure. like, wow. Because like, in rehab, they call it an oil change. You know what I mean? Like you're there for an oil change so you could party hard, you know, because the drugs don't work anymore. Right. So you just want to get that feeling back. And then people come out of rehab and they're like, oh, man, I got a fresh palate. You know what I mean? I'm going to get high as fuck from, you know, this one thing. And then, you know, that's the, that's the killer. Do people still uh, give uh, people hot shots? Does that exist? <laughs> What, the battery acid thing? Yeah, yeah. I have no idea. Because uh, the book I'm reading, uh, one of the dudes in it gets a hot shot and really? fucking dies. And then I'll, so that made me start thinking about the guy. In Keyport, right? The, yeah, in Keyport when we used to work at the deli. was What happened to him? I remember he was all fucked up. He was the nicest guy in the world. I don't remember his name. He was an older gentleman. Joey. Whatever, we shouldn't even say yeah. it. Yeah, well, first name. Yeah, right. Million Joes. He was, the, he was the nicest guy in the world. He used to come to the deli all the time. And he was like the sweetest, most gentle dude. Yeah. But his arm was always like a... Like stroke arm. Yeah. He, I think he, his whole, one's whole side, side Yeah, stroke. right. His arm was like, like in the position that if you were wearing a sling, except he didn't have a yeah. sling. And he couldn't move. You were move carrying it. a bag. And he and he would walk real slow he would like kind of drag his legs and walk real yeah. slow and he had a hard time getting around but he was like the funniest nicest guy and uh and one day i asked our boss uh because i guess our boss had known him since childhood or something yeah. like that and i asked him what happened and he told me that he used to be a, a big heroin addict and, and he was in the, i guess he tried to beat a drug dealer or something in the Is city that what happened and they gave him a fucking I was wondering they gave him a hot shot so they actually gave him the shot they didn't sell him bad drugs they actually put the shot in him oh well it might have been that they sold him bad i think i think i don't know how do you get battery acid into heroin what i don't think it's all battery acid i think a hot shot could be anything poisonous but what it is is lacing the the heroin or it might not even be heroin with something that will fuck you all right i got you and most of the time you die but sometimes i guess like this you 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 don't but you have a stroke yeah Yeah. you have fucking problems that's the only thing i fear is a stroke i don't want to have a stroke i'd rather just fucking check it out (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Stroke. I, I also don't even want to get old. Like, I'll take, you know, I'll take, I mean, more people I see that are old and spry, good for them. 
But if I could, you know, get to 70, it used to be 35, but now that I am 35, it's like, all right, let's, you know, let's double down here. So I'll take 70. But, you know, the quality of life when you're old, man, especially me, because I'm using my body my whole life, I'm going to be a piece of shit probably by 60 something, you know? I don't know, man. You know, I used to think that too. And of course, like when you're 15, you think 35 is insane. I know. And, and, you know, that's why I was cool with it. But now that I'm 35 or, you know, even older than 35, I'm just like, whoa, this, I'm still a fucking kid. What's going you know what's going on here but uh you know from from seeing be people that are like getting close to their 70s and i remember like my grandmother in her 70s and shit like that 70s isn't really old you think that it's old but it's not you know like you might you might look a little bit older but there's a lot of dudes that are in their 70s that are still working that are still fucking like people that took care of themselves their whole lives yeah well take care of yourself that's not gonna happen (laughs) oh i'm I'm, sorry i didn't know i didn't know that option was off the table (laughs) i'm just saying like i'll be okay with that you know just because if i get older than that and my quality of life is shit like i don't want to have to uh depend on anybody i don't want to have to you know yeah, what I'm saying is is that at 70 or 75, for the most part, you're, especially with the technology and the medical advances that we have now, especially by the time that we're that age and yeah. another 30 years from now or 40 could years be from now. another 20 years after. No. Right, but I, I, I you know, like, se- like back in the 50s, in the 40s, dudes our age were fucking old. And I don't mean in the eyes of younger people. I mean, they fucking had already worked in some fucking factory for 20 years and their legs were shot and they were fucking bald and they had wrinkles and they smoked. (laughs) And they were bald. And they fucking, because they're stressed the fuck out and they, and they chain smoke butts. So they're all wrinkly and shit. Like, like you look at pictures of 40 year old dudes in from like the thirties and the forties, they look like 70 year old dudes now. Oh, totally. Shit. Even people in the eighties, 17 year olds in the eighties were like, bald with mustaches (laughs) yeah right exactly (laughs) and the fucking um yeah and like the life expectancy keeps going so who honestly if we do take care of ourselves who knows how fucking yeah, true. Yeah, but, but I don't want to have like nineteen medications and no, have to go to right, the doctor. Right. I'm with shit. you on I'm with you on that. Yeah, I don't want that shit. But but the the thing is is we don't know at what point that's going to happen to right, us. You right. know, like uh it, it, it we might you 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 know, we say like I feel the same way. Like I feel like if I made it to seventy, I'd be like, fuck, life lives. Yeah, but that, what a that life is, lives. you know, that is a good Check, yeah, but check you, know, you know when I'm not going to feel like that? When you're that age. When I'm fucking 68. Yeah. I know, but I'm just saying. But if I, was, not bad. if I was 70 years old in a wheelchair, fucking yeah. taking crazy medicine, I, I like staring I, at the game show Alzheimer's <laughs> or Parkinson's or some yeah. shit like that going on, then that's a totally different story. Yeah. But that could also happen, you know, fucking, you could unfortunately get fucking cancer or some shit in your 50s uh, right. and be fucked. Yeah. Or, yeah. You know, whatever. So yeah. I've been thinking about this a lot lately. Like a lot, you know, because it was just Mother's Day. I went to the cemetery and I was thinking like, there's probably more dead people on this planet than people who are alive. Like, pe- like, well, that's becoming I- that's becoming a big problem. Is it? But yeah, the, the space to put bodies. Yeah, I was, yeah. You know, we were, you know, me and Crystal went to go see my mom and we were having a conversation about it because we we're like, where, you know, because the cemetery my mom's in is fucking small. You yeah. Know? And mm-hmm. but it's probably the biggest cemetery in our area. Right. So all these there's probably people dropping every day in Monmouth County, you know, and where the fuck, where are we going to put them? 
I, I, just fucking burn them. That's becoming, again, that's becoming a, a fucking problem. That's why, I mean, I've talked about it on the show. When I die, I want to be, not only do I want to be cremated, I want to be burned where I drop dead, but. <laughs> just throw a match Yeah, on. yeah, we talked about this before. It's awesome. That's going to, seriously. <laughs> I want to have a fucking uh, Fernando funeral, but then you could burn me and fucking do whatever. I don't give a shit about, I think being, you know, buying a plot. And being buried in the ground is probably one of the most selfish fucking things you could do. It's like, I'm gone. I don't exist anymore. But this is my space. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. These are my no, fries. Yeah. No one could come here. And, and, uh, and, the, and the thing, and the thing like, like on Mother's Day, you went to your mother's grave and that's great and everything. Uh-huh. But your mother's not there. You know, like I know you could. But it's just like a way to for me to think about her. It's and a symbol. Focus, yeah, it's know? a symbol. But you can do that somewhere else. You see what I I'm know. saying? I'm, you know, I'm not saying that you were wrong to do that. But, no, what but I'm, I, you know, I bring her flowers. You know what I mean? Like, totally get it. I don't want her grape to look like shit. You I, know what I mean? I it's get almost it. Like yeah, yeah. But what I, what I'm saying is that sooner or later that might not be an option. So people might have to be okay with having something that that memorializes their their loved ones. In their house yeah. or on their property or something like that. Yeah, I'm you know not. What I, mean? I, I, I am not saying anything. You know, I'm not pro grave, but there is one, so I'm going to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know, get it. Yeah. There was a long period of time where I couldn't even go there. You yeah. know what I mean? A long period, and then I, I think like within the past couple of years, I'm just starting to accept it. And I think the way that I dealt with it and being able to accept it is by talking about it and like talking about it as if it's just. A natural occurrence and shit happens and you know i got a good amount of time with her and i totally am grateful for that you mm-hmm. know yeah and just by talking about that that just made me able to deal with it you know right i guess everybody has their own shit but i realized that you know i noticed it you know and then i was able to start going to the cemetery more and it was cool yeah and it's nice, like, I'm not saying, like, we should dig up all the graves and throw the fucking caskets in the fucking, out. in the ocean, you know, but what I'm, what I'm saying is that, you know, there's only so much fucking land, and at a certain, if it hasn't happened already, I, I've read articles on this, if it hasn't happened already, it, it'll be very soon that the amount of dead people in the ground will be more than, than the people that are actually alive on Earth, and at that point, it's a problem. We have to figure some shit out. You know, that's, you that's know what, all. You know what they should do? They, they should take big old cemeteries, right? Not the ones that exist, the ones that they were future-building cemeteries, put, like, these big apartment buildings there, tell dead people, like, you know, buy your plot in this, like, building where we're going to put you when you die or whatever, so these people put their life insurance on it, they buy it, and then when they die, just fucking burn them and throw them out, and then just give that apartment to a homeless person. <laughs> that would be, that'd be <laughs> a great fucking you know? thing. This is where we're going to put you when you die, then you're dead, then you don't know, who gives a shit, you know? Well, what what more likely is going to happen is, is like, basically what Manhattan is now, where only the rich people are going to be able to fucking have spaces there, and then all, all the middle class and, and, and poor people are just going to be fucking thrown to fucking die in the gutter or whatever. You know what Wait, I mean? That's what happens in Manhattan. Well, that's in it, the cemeteries. No, no, no. I'm talking about oh, like, in life. Oh, in Manhattan, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, like only wealthy people could live here. And if, if not, you know, fucking fuck you, you're screwed. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's that's what cemeteries are going to be. Yeah, All, so you weird. know, people that actually have plots are going to be wealthier people because supply and demand. If 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 at, at some point they cut off, you know, the like the available space for for plots. There's at that point the, the prices will skyrocket, you know. So, so it'll be like, okay, well, you could cremate for this, or you could get, you know, that kind of thing. It's so weird that Manhattan apartment like concept because, like, you, you know, what if you're a person that lived in Manhattan your whole life, then you're an old lady, 
and then you're just all by yourself. How the fuck do you keep your apartment? Like, well, there's there's so many people there that are grandfathered in, and that's 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 what happened. Uh, there there's a lot of people there that that were in rent regulated apartments. Like there's some people living in Midtown Manhattan in a, an apartment that would sell for ten million dollars, paying seven hundred dollars a month in rent, really, because their family has owned it for so long, and and by law wow, they can't kick those people out. Bitch. But what they do. It, it most of the time is these developers will offer them pretty much a large sum of money to get the fuck out, and a lot of them end up taking it. But then they can't live in Manhattan because even even yeah, even like batteries not included. Let's say you make fucking forty grand a year or fifty grand a year, right? And then a guy comes along and he offers, and you you're paying seven hundred dollars a month rent in your a Manhattan apartment. And then a guy comes along and says to you, "I'll give you five hundred thousand dollars for this apartment, or let's just say a million dollars for this apartment, mm-hmm. right?" Uh, and then you you think holy shit a million fucking bucks of course I'm going to take that I'll move I'll move out I have a million dollars what ends up happening is you can't live in New York City anymore right. because you're only making fifty grand a year and you're going to burn through that million dollars because the next apartment you get get is going to be forty five hundred dollars a month right. you see what I'm saying. Right. And Unless you take that money and move to the suburbs. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's basically, you're basically taking a payout to get the fuck out of the city. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it used to be, or move to Brooklyn or Queens or, you know, like a story or something. Yeah. But even that now is fucking crazy. Even Harlem. Yeah. Game, right. Game right. Fort Harlem. You know? So, and then there's always, there's, always, you know, you always do hear like, uh, like whenever I I hate to say it, <clears throat> but whenever I see a fucking building burn in in Manhattan, I I I never think that that was some electrical fire or something like that. I always feel like that Italian was Italian lightning. Well, yeah, I always feel like that was that was probably a building filled with with a few people that they wanted to fuck out and they were refusing to take the cash out, so they burned them the fuck out. Yeah, it's, you know, it's, like it's, you it's know, a great theory. I, I I you know, unfortunately, that's why because there's so much goddamn money at stake in that fucking city, mm-hmm. and the crazy thing about it is like go any night of the week you you can walk down let's just say fucking sixth avenue and fucking even lower even in downtown or something like that and look at all these buildings with all these apartments you'll see like one out of every four apartments has a light on because most of the people that own these fucking million dollar apartments which by the way 30 years ago were fucking you know, $100,000 apartments, people that own these like $4 million apartments, most of them are people who don't live in in New York City. They're either really wealthy businessmen from Japan or other parts of the country and shit who just want like their flops just want to keep a place in New York City yeah. or they're buying it for an investment. They don't fucking live there. Yeah. You know, that's why another thing that I was reading about was the whole uh, squatters right thing that's going that and it's really if you want to read something crazy interesting read about the squatters laws in new york city what it is is i, I don't know the exact time frame i believe it's six months it might not it might even be six weeks it's some enormously enormously it's what the fuck is that <laughs> a, a small a small amount of time if you can gain entry to somebody's apartment legally I mean, I, illegally, it doesn't matter. If you if you could break into somebody's apartment, if you can maintain residency there, I'm going to say six months. It might be shorter than that. For for six months, once you've lived there for six months, they can't kick you out. Bullshit. You own that apartment. If you break the fuck in. Yes. And just squat there for six months, yes. it becomes yours? Yes. People do this professionally, and you might you, you hear a squatter. Are you serious? You hear a squatter, and you think fucking some crust punk with a dog who sits on the street all day and then lives in a fucking abandoned warehouse someplace or yeah. something like that. These Some of these guys that do this are, are dudes that work on Wall Street. 
that have jobs, wealthy fucking I can't people. believe you're allowed to do that. Yeah. What what happened? But like, what if you get caught before the six months? You get arrested? Well, yeah, you could get arrested, or yeah, or or at least kicked out. Like, there's risk to it. Yeah. But if you if say you say you fucking <laughs> you you fucking uh, map out some some Asian businessman that you know only comes to the city once a year on New Year's Eve, find out where he lives January first, break into his apartment by June fucking first. You, they will not legally be able to kick you out of that That's apartment. That's so weird. And what they'll do is they'll offer you money to leave the apartment. And and one of the guys I was reading about was. But if you leave to go fucking buy milk, can he lock you out? He can, but if but no, it's against the law for him to do that to you. Right. The, the owner could come and kick you out within six months. But if by six months, by the time six months is up, they can't do that. You can start moving your shit in. Yes. And it becomes yours and you don't have to pay for it. Right. Well, right. And what ends up (laughs) and what ends up happening bullying because what they're doing is they're exploiting old laws from from, uh, you know, probably the 1800s or at least early 1900s that were set in place in order for landlords and slumlords not to be able to take advantage of tenants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but oh, that's definitely like five points type shit. But there's 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 these loopholes that you can exploit and these people do it. And the one dude that I was that reading That is amazing. I love this. The one dude that I was reading about America. This is what really cuz I whenever I heard squatters rights and stuff, I always again just pictured fucking squatter punks yeah. or, or or junkies or something like, right. you know, cuz that's what we've <clears throat> known all that. Right. Yeah. But the one dude uh, I think he actually does work on Wall Street, and he's he has a nine to five job, and he lives in this guy's apartment, and they've been trying to get him out for like a year, and they keep offering him more and more money, and he keeps turning it down because he sooner I guess he has a number in mind that he's going to take, but and they said in in the article that I was reading, I forget where I was reading, it was probably the Times or something like that, but uh, but what they were saying is that it's not hostile. There's nothing. It's just a business negotiation. They show up at the door. He opens the door, says, come on in. You want some coffee? (laughs) He'll give the guys coffee and they'll say, okay, I'm I'm allowed to offer you this amount of money. And he'll be like, I'm sorry. I just can't take that. Come back with a better offer. What? Thanks, guys. Shake everyone's hand. See you later. It's not like it's not banging on a door like get out of here. Get out of here. It's like it's a fuck because it's all legal. He leaves the apartment to go do something. The original owner can't come there and just sit his ass down. The original owner can. Uh, I see. I, again, I don't know all the actual things, but with it, only within a certain amount of time, you know. And a lot of times, a lot of times, these, the, yeah, like these people don't know because they're fucking. They don't live there. That you know, they they own these again apartments for investments. I'm gonna go fucking do fucking, this. Well, it's easier said than done. I mean, I'll fucking I'll do some serious recon because you can you do risk going to jail for yeah. breaking and entering or some shit like that. You Whatever. Know? Right. <laughs> I'm sorry. RTG is so tough. Fuck, we're already over the hour. Really? Yeah. All right. But uh, man, we had so much more to get to. We didn't even finish the ban list. I uh, will wrap it up next time. No, let me. Uh, let's let's just do before we get out of here. Okay. So, what's the last one we said? Unsolved mysteries. Yeah. Right? Uh-uh. Okay. This one I kind of fucking like. I don't know, but let's just keep it on the fucking mind. Footbridge. <laughs> Ooh, you know, I, I I'm not thinking no. The only thing that bothers me is that kind of fucking sparks a little alter bridge in my mind. What's Alter Bridge? That's that band that the dudes from Creed fucking made after the uh, dude from Creed freaked Creed. the fuck out. Uh, okay. Three left. Cool water. Oh, spread <laughs> on my neck. Oh, don't do that, Richard. I know. It's, it's against policy. I know. People hate the biggie. No doubt. Uh, <laughs> all right. Um, this one we're definitely not doing because I want our lives to, to stay. I want to stay alive. <laughs> Uh, Alan Wrench. <laughs> oh shit! Get him out of there. We never said it. 
and uh, Alan Wrench. And we'll we'll end it here. And um, with the last one is the Hate List. Nah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Look, they're not all going to be gems. I know. Well, at least as na- as of right now, we have uh, we got a few. We got a few we can look at. Yeah, not many won that that uh, list. Huh? What's that? There wasn't many winners on that list. No, but that's what I expected. You know, we'll narrow it down to a few. Now we got these in the bank. And- I mean, thank you for your valiant efforts. We definitely appreciate it. But come on, peeps, you can be more creative than that. <laughs> uh, so if you do want to get into on the Name Our Band contest, you, you, you can hit us up in all the different avenues. We're on awkwardhighfivepodcast at gmail.com, awkwardhi5 on Twitter, Facebook, fucking Snapchat, fucking Instagram, whatever you want to do. Just hit us up. Give us your name or multiple names for our band. And uh, the next time we do this, hopefully we'll pick your name. We'll see what happens. Also, if you want to leave a review, I know I say it every episode, but I got to go on iTunes and leave a written review. And once we have 100 of them, we're going to throw a party. And it's going to be a lot of fun. And everyone's going to be happy. And we're going to appreciate it. And wear the whole robe. And yes, if there's any women out there considering Dev Dog, throw on that whole robe. <laughs> Anything else, Richard? No, that's it. All right, see you in a future days. Thanks for listening to the Awkward High Five podcast. For more episodes, visit awkwardhighfive.com.